At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio. Wake up feeling blessed up, piss who on that dresser. Ain't afraid to show it, I'll expose it if I dress up. Riding in that tester, roasted nigga ketchup. Sipping on that several, till I messed up, like yes sir. Now I'm getting changed, people looking at me strange. Like niggas switching lanes, never change, still the same. We fuck bitches, get paper. You fuck niggas on papers. We walk around with lasers, you probably own some tasers. Lame niggas disgrace us, they girlfriends want date us Got different hoes, I'm pimping hoes, you can tell by my pace though My niggas getting right, smoking weed with dirty sprites I'm going wild for the night, I'm being polite Been a while out for the weekend, me myself and I, my three friends Nigga pillow throw get in leafed in, ASAP niggas finna sneak in Finger to the grid, me and my niggas drill it You know we finna kill it, ASAP, we drill it you don't really want that Glock, boy. You don't really want to feel them shots, boy. You a B-boy. I'm a black boy. I'm a D-boy. I'm a hot boy. Six shots got me feeling like pop, boy. Party all night, shit don't stop, boy. Drunk as fuck and I'm ready to fight. Follow for the night, fuck me and put a light, boy. I'm wild for the night, fuck me and put a light. I'm going...
Standard Time on Wednesday, May 27, 2015. And you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. Now, just to quickly explain what the fuck Boy Crazy Radio is, well, in a nutshell, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show. Kind of like Loveline, but not at all like Loveline, because instead of Dr. Drew and whoever that guy sidekick of his is or whatever, you get me, Alexi Celine Wasser, the big sister you never knew that you needed or wanted, all right? And for some of you out there, some of you cute young lads, uh, you know, you can think of me as, as like the friend of your big sister or your big brother, like a, a girl, cute girl with bangs that you have a crush on that you maybe you went over to your friend's house and everybody was swimming because you guys are lucky enough to have swimming pools or whatever. And then, uh, you know, as you're making your way towards the bathroom, you walk past my room and you, you know, you, you, and you look through the crack in the door. The door was open just a smidge and you saw me changing and you saw me in my undies. And then you went home and you jerked off to the thought of me because now you have a huge crush on me. Okay, so I could be that person or I could be your big sister. Whatever it is you need me to be, the point is I'm here for you to help you feel less alone, to listen to your bullshit, give you a a shoulder to cry on, and to help you through this. Anyway, I think you understand what Boy Crazy Radio is now. Uh, I'd like you to call in. Phone lines are open. Telephone number is 646-378-0649. Once again, the telephone number to get through to Boy Crazy Radio tonight to uh, with your question, your comment, your conundrum. It's 646-378-0649. Tonight, I'm broadcasting from a very weird zone. I'm in this place in Los Angeles called Los Feliz. It's not Los Feliz. It's actually called Los Feliz. But sometimes people think it's called Los Feliz because, I don't know, we suffer from white guilt and think that we, like, stole all the land here from people, which we did. Uh, But it's actually just called Los Feliz. There is no other way to pronounce it. Um, But that is neither here nor there. What I meant to say was, my point was, I'm in a very echoey spot, and I want to know how the sound is. And if it's really fucked up and shitty, let's get through it together, but I'd like for you to call in and tell me. Um, I'm going to get to the phone calls. I'll tell you about my week and what I've noticed and what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling in a moment. Because first, I want to get to your problems because that's what Boy Crazy Radio is all about. We're just getting started here tonight. Uh, I'm going to take the first phone call is area code 973. Who is this? What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Hello. Hello, area code 973. Are you are you there? Yeah, hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Um, my name is Sarah. <clears throat> I'm 28 years old. And I can't say where I'm calling from. Well, that's okay. What, what can we do okay. for you, for you uh, over here at Boy Crazy Radio? I'm quite nervous. <laughs> oh, damn, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. I'm nervous. You know why? Because I think the sound quality and my signal strength uh, and the echoey house I'm in is really fucking up the show. So uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I hear you clearly. You do? Yeah. This is great. Okay, well, Sarah is 28, wherever you are. Tell me what's going on. What, what, what made you decide to call into Boy Crazy Radio tonight? 
I don't know. I like your show. I like your advices. I like to read your blog. I think you're great, and maybe you can help me. Oh, thank you. I want to um, help you. Tell me. All right. Um, I I feel that it's hard for me to date anyone because of the lack of my social life. And it's okay if I see a hot dude and hit on him or whatever. And then I get nervous. And I'm the one who emailed you the other day. Um, I don't know if if you remember my email, but oh, I mentioned wait. that. Um, is that your real name? Wait, is Sarah? Is Sarah your real name? Is oh no, is it spelled Z? With oh a yeah, Z? it is. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just I'm, I'm looking at my emails right now. Okay, well, refresh my memory and and refresh. Let everybody out there listening tonight know what's going on with you, so they can follow along. Okay. Um, I've dated many guys and. Um, I never really been in a serious relationship, but um, I fell in love uh, more than once. And um, I don't know, I, dating is a bit hard for me. I like to, like when I go out with a guy, um, how do I put this? Um, I like us to be like friends, and I don't, I don't like it to be awkward if that makes sense. <laughs> and um, I don't know. Let me see. It's just hard. Go on. It's hard for, for a guy to um, not consider me um, a friend with benefits, maybe. Hmm. Um, a friend with benefits. So let me, but what is, the, okay, so, let me get this straight. You like to be friends with a guy that you go on a date with because you think dating is awkward, but then you say it's yeah. hard for a guy. Oh, wait, so I don't understand. I don't quite understand the question. You know, maybe I'll read your. Do you want me to read your email, or do you want to? You, you can tell me. You can cut to the chase. Like, what exactly is the problem? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Everything is the problem. No, oh, I I know dating is weird and uncomfortable and bizarre, and then if you don't find the right person, you find somebody who kind of almost fits what you want, and then but then that's not quite right. And is that what you mean? Like, and then you end up like being somebody's like friend, but you're having sex with them, but it doesn't feel special, and it just feels like, what am I doing? It kind of yeah. Let me look at your email here. I'm gonna go to your, go to your email. You say, dear Lexi, I've read your blog for a number of years. I've read through it in, in its entirety. Uh, it's influenced me no, a lot. No, no, that's not ways. my email. Who, who the hell is this then? Oh, wow. Well, well, I hope you feel that way. <laughs> hey, who wrote this? Okay, no, well, my see. last name starts with an H. Oh, my God. I hope nobody is listening to this radio. Nobody that I know. Oh, God. Well. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Let's see. I don't see this. Bottom line is, okay, so I can't find your email. I've got other emails in front of me. So, like, I want you to just give me the, the one sentence that explains what you want me to tell you and what, 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 what your question is for me so I can actually, like, give you an answer to something. Um, how do I go back to dating? Because um, I haven't dated a guy in, like, six months maybe or more. And the last uh, dating experience that I had was pretty bad. The guy was attractive. He was short, which was 
not cool for me, <laughs> but he was attractive and um, it was really awkward, Alexi. He was so, you know, he had a heavy energy and I didn't feel comfortable around him and it was awkward. We didn't talk much. I didn't like it at all. Well, here's the thing. That's, wait, did you sleep with him? No, 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 no. We didn't even kiss. Oh, thank God. Okay, cool. Cause he, okay. <laughs> even, though, even though that date didn't go great, and even though you didn't, you know, have a connection with him or fall in love or whatever, here's what my therapist tells me. Everybody you have an encounter with uh, helps you get to know yourself a little bit more. So the good thing is, mm-hmm. even the, the, the takeaway from that weird experience is, you know, at least at least you know what doesn't work for you. You've, you've been reminded of, of more stuff that you don't want for your for your for yourself. And I'm so happy you didn't make out with them or have sex with them because you'd be amazed how many girls like just make out with like people because they feel they have to or something. So whatever. You had a weird date. Here's the thing. That shit needs to happen because and I'm single too, so I know what you're talking about. You know, dating is uncomfortable and awkward and scary and but it's like something you have to do because, you know, falling in love is so great and it's better to continue to be brave and put yourself out there and meet new people or, or you know, have one-on-one experiences of, of getting to know somebody, you know, just in the hopes that maybe that person will be somebody who could love you that you could love too because when that happens, it's so amazing. So all the discomfort and all the weirdness is kind of like, it's just, you know, it sucks, but the payoff when you find something magical is is so wonderful. So here's what you do. I mean, you just have to keep doing it. I mean, there's no, like, secret formula. You just, where did you meet this last guy that you went on a date with six months ago? Tinder. <laughs> oh, God. See, I'm not on Tinder. Yeah. Not on Tinder. No, not anymore. Well, and then you say you don't meet anybody because you're at work? All the time? Sorry? You say you never meet anybody because you're always at work? No, because I don't go out much. And if I do, it's just going to be like um, twice a week or something. And okay. what about, I don't what go about out friends? with many people. Well, what about, do you have friends, uh, have dinner parties? You're 20 no, years old. No, not anymore. Just, time for dinner parties. Yeah, we just drifted away. I don't know what happens. But I don't have any friends. I just hang out with my cousins right now. What are your, what are your cousins up to? You can't hook up with your cousins, but do they have friends? Yeah. Who are your who are your, your cousins' friends? Um. Well, they're they're not like, you know, my um, type of friends because they're totally different than me. But they're cool. Um, Listen, I don't know, Alexi. Sarah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like this is causing all of this uh, dating dilemma that I'm having right now. What is the last horrible date? No, my lack of social um, life. What do you do for a living? Um, I'm a graphic designer. And you just work from home? No. I work um, in a company. I do in-house design. Okay, listen. So we're going to start there. I'm going to tell you a few things because here's what I think. You've got to be 
more open to getting to know your coworkers, starting conversations. You got you you go to make coffee in the coffee room or the kitchen area or wherever whatever they have there or whatever. Just start saying hi, how are you? How was your weekend? What did you what did you get into this weekend? Just start conversations. Um, have a suggestion of something you want to do, maybe for the following weekend. Bring that up with a coworker, whether it's a girl or a guy or whatever, and say, oh, I'm going to go to this thing. Do you want to go with me? Start forming more friendships. Be more social at work. We're going to start there, okay? So now you got your cousins that you don't seem to be that excited about and their bonehead friends, and then you're going to meet people through work. And then maybe somebody at your work will say, oh, well, I was actually going to go do this thing, or I'm having, a, I'm going to my friend's birthday party if you want to go. So start, just start opening yourself up, starting conversations, and um, getting to know your coworkers. Can you do that? That sounds, yeah, that sounds great. I could do it in the gym because we have more cool people there. Yeah, for sure. You need to do that. So that's first off. Okay, I, I also suggest get back on Tinder. I think you should get back on Tinder Maybe really? find out like a, I don't know. Why not? Just like you don't have to date everybody you you have a match with, but like don't let that one dork um, ruin it for you. Because here's what here's here, see. I'm not on Tinder, but that's because I have a whole other set of rules that I live by, and uh, I've already put myself out in the internet like a like a nutcase. So here's <laughs> what I think. Oh, okay. I'm broadcasting from this bizarre. Place. It's a beautiful house, but it's so echoey and it's so weird not to be doing it from Boy Crazy Radio Studios, which is uh, my apartment. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Let me get back on track. So I have this idea about Tinder. Like, it's, it's something I don't want to do. Then I have a few very close friends who have just gotten engaged to people that they met on Tinder and it's wild. It's insane because they, oh. they're they're crazy happy. I'm not I'm not saying that's necessarily the goal or your goal, but I have a friend who was dating, I've known him for like a few years, and I you know, he'd tell me about his dates and 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 they were horrible and there were crazy stories from being on match.com or OKCupid or whatever. And then he got on Tinder and he went on a few Tinder dates and he wanted to have a girlfriend. You know, he'd, he'd hook up with people, but, you know, ultimately he was a man, and I have a lot of male friends who are on Tinder looking for actual, legitimate, like, solid relationships. Because women think men aren't looking for real relationships when they're on Tinder, but that's not true. We're all just, you know, everybody, you know, they're, it's, people want to fall in love. They do. Of course people want to hook up, but, you know, men are looking to fall in love as well because it's a wonderful feeling. So anyway, my friend got on Tinder Met a, you know, met a girl. They've been together for eight months. They just got engaged. And he's so happy, beyond happy. And I have a girlfriend. She got a divorce from a guy. She was single maybe for about a year. Got on Tinder, started dating, met a guy. They got married on the beach in Tulum. And she's ecstatic. And they're so happy. And it's crazy. So my whole opinion of Tinder is, is changing. So I say, here's your homework. Talk to your fucking coworkers. Participate, participate in life. Have fun activities to suggest. Ask people how they are. Ask people what they did that weekend. Just have a chat. See where it takes you. I swear to God, you're going to get invitations left and right. You're gonna, you're gonna build friendships, and you're gonna get back on Tinder, and then you're gonna call me back next Wednesday and tell me what happened. Okay. All right, that sounds great. I'm gonna do that. I'm. Ex- 
I'm excited for you. Okay, call me back next week. I tell people to do that every week. Call me, let me know what's going on. I want an update, and then they forget. And you know what? It hurts my feelings. Uh, area code 651, you're on Boy Crazy Radio. What's going on? Hey, what's up? Um, my name's Holiday. Um, I'm in New York City right now. I'm, like, crossing the street trying to get to this bar. Um, but also, I'm going through a pretty wild breakup. I feel like I'm you handling are? it pretty well. Yeah, um, it's pretty whack, though. Like, this dude cheated on me, like, ten-plus times. And, like, we, like, lived together and, like, got into all these, like, legal and financial commitments together. And I'm just like, oh, like, what does that even mean? And, like, it's pretty wild, basically. It's a thesis. And, like, he's sort of a sociopath. And I'm, like, a gorgeous, like, next-level babe. So I'm kind of like... (gasps) what the fuck homie like what are you even doing you're a sociopath and I don't get it and it's really hard to like comprehend like how you can do that because like you know I feel like I can't even like lie to my boss and feel like okay about it so like to like lie to my face and also get into these like intense commitments together is like really next level for me like I just don't even get it um but it's just like hard to comprehend and it's like really traumatic and I don't know, dude. I've like been following your podcast for a minute, so just like wanted to hear your thoughts about it. I guess like I like he moved out and I found like all these like girls' clothes and his like pile of shit, and I was just like, whoa! It like makes me want to like, curl up in a fetal position and cry, but also makes me want to be a badass bitch and just be like, fuck you! I'm gonna burn all your shit down and like, what do you do with that feeling? I guess I'm like moving on. Oh. It's complicated and positive, and what do you do with it? And I don't know, you know? Well, let me get this straight. Let me ask you a few questions. How old are you? I'm 24. You're 24. How long were you with the guy for? Um, A year and a half. A year and a half. And uh, and how long ago did you break up? A month ago. But it feels like oh, it was a week God. ago. Listen, yeah, it feels like it was a week ago because I had to, like, move out of this apartment, like, by myself because he just was, like, a loser and, like, went back to live with his parents in the suburbs in the middle of nowhere in the Midwest and, like, so left me with, like, this whole move out process and, like, I had to move all this furniture by myself and, like, still go to work and, like, be a composed human being and, like, just be a badass, you know, and just be like, fuck, dude, shit's happening and, like, but I still have to take care of my life. I'm like, what's up? And like, it's going into work with like three hours of sleep and being like, oh, so whack, but I'm going to handle it, you know? And like, because what else can you do, you know? So that was really intense. And then like throughout that process, he was sort of like harassing me about like, what's up with the deposit? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, are we going to get the deposit back? Like, what's up with all this furniture? And it's like, dude, I have it under control. I'm not like a two-year-old. Like, I have it together basically okay. and like it just seems like retrospectively like he was really controlling throughout the entire situation sorry I'm like kind of like panting like walking um but um, yeah listen. it was just kind of what's up listen no I get it and you're, you you need to I can feel it you need to talk you're ranting you've got a lot you're like you know you're you're semi-spiraling and it's totally okay because I can relate because I went through it about seven months ago and I get it and here's what I'm going to say like this is great. You called me. You're 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 vomiting up all your feelings and whatever, and you're power walking through New York City, and, and that's awesome. But here's what I'm gonna say. 
I don't even know exactly why you guys broke up, but I know that you're having all these, like, feelings about, like, why it's for the best that you're not together because he's a loser and he's controlling and he's a sociopath and blah, 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 all this shit. But all that, all that aside is, here's what you need to take away. Okay. Embrace the breakup moment you're experiencing. It's actually pretty fucking awesome because you get to, for the next maybe six months or however long you want to, your story to the new guys you meet, uh, your stories to, like, your friends or whatever or, or, uh, is, is, oh, I just got out of a relationship. You know, I'm just getting over a, a, a breakup. So you have that crush. It's like somebody died. So, and so right Ooh, now, yeah. all you have, your, whole, your whole vibe is, like, you just need to focus on work, write in a journal. I swear to fucking God, go to Dwayne Reed, get a pen, get an empty notepad, write in a journal about all your thoughts and feelings and why you're mad at him and write letters to this dude and get out every single feeling you have about, you know, that you want to say to him, whatever. Um, cry as much as possible. If if you're lucky enough to have a bathtub in New York City, take an Epsom salt bath, you know? Do you have one? Yeah, dude, on the daily, for sure. Go to, go to a Russian bath or a Turkish bath place or any place with a steam room for cheap if you can go and not get murdered. Hang out with your girlfriends. Go dancing. Get drunk. Keep busy. I mean, I'm not saying get drunk every night, but, like, go out dancing with your girlfriends, and all of you should dress up all slutty and fun and have drinks and dance and flirt. And, like, you don't have to have sex with anybody. You don't need to make out with anybody. You can yeah. make out if you, want to, if you want to. But let me let me tell you, like, just keep moving forward. Stay busy. Don't be mean to your ex. Ice him out. Like, do what you need to do, like, yeah, for your, for your life, you know, and like, so here's the thing. I'm so proud of you because, like, you know, you're working, you're getting shit done, you moved out of your place, like, you're you're better off. This guy was not a right fit, but it sucks, and you're angry and you're sad, and you got to heal from it and all this shit. But like, time is gonna make everything better, right? Like, yes, time, yeah. And and now you need to you need to stay. I actually had a really great conversation with this, like, lovely guy who wasn't trying to have sex with me or anything, which, which maybe now I should be offended by, but whatever. He, <laughs> yeah. He, he's this great guy, and about six or seven months ago, I ran into him, had a, and he goes, oh, what's going on with you? And I said, you know, I just got out of a relationship. How do I get How do I get over, you know, how do I deal with a breakup? And he gave me the best advice, and he just said, you just need to keep, you need to stay as busy as possible, and you need to, you need to put all that energy into, like, shit that'll serve you like do do things that do things that scare you you know be brave like if you want to go to an open mic and try stand up stand up comedy if you uh do that if you want to if you're scared to do karaoke or go dancing in public or whatever or or whatever you're scared to do or you've been putting off work-wise creative-wise life-wise anything you need to do that because it'll distract you from wallowing and feeling like shit. And you know what? You might still feel like shit, so it's okay to cry. Like You don't have to put on a weird, brave face, but like I'm telling you, staying busy and time will make you feel great. And also, read a book. There's this one book I'm going to recommend that I love. It's called, oh man, what is it? What is it even called? It's called, oh God. It's on my Instagram page, and it's uh, a little bit further down. Um, I think it's like The Love Affairs of Nathaniel P. Yeah, the love of Okay. Let me write. Let me I'm 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 wait, I'm uh I'm googling. Is it the love affair? Oh yeah. yeah. It's called the love it's called the love affairs of Nathaniel P 
and it's about a it's written by a woman, but it's about a single guy. It's a it's a it's about a single guy in New York dating, and it's it's like him dealing navigating like you know breaking up with girls or being broken up with or falling in love and being single and you know dealing with his career. But it's written by a woman, but it also really represents what guys think, and it's just cool to read books about. Well, you know, about love and dating and all the shit and breakups and all that. So right, get a book. Right. Oh, you know what? Listen to a lot Sorry. of podcasts. Listen to, listen to You Made It Weird. by uh, It's on the Nerdist Network. It's, Wait, it's, uh, You Made It Weird? Is that what you said? Yeah, it's this podcast that this guy, Pete Holmes, he's a comedian. He has a podcast where he interviews people, and it's called You Made It Weird, and it's on the Nerdist network and uh oh, okay cool i know i've heard of that yeah and also made listen, it weird. To mark, listen to mark maron's podcast which is called uh wtf which stands for what the he interviews parker posey and richard linkletter and paul thomas anderson and a lot of cool people so and also listen this is for everybody i'm going on a fucking crazy tirade right now about how to get over a breakup by distracting yourself and inundating yourself with cool shit, creative stuff, and, like, yeah. pop Because all those podcasts That's real, are really, though. They're, they're, they're really inspiring. Like, even Alec Baldwin has a podcast where he interviews people, and if you listen to Howard Stern interviews, you can listen on YouTube. You just type in Howard Stern interviews 2015. Wow. I never would have imagined that, but yeah. Yeah, listen on YouTube. And, and you know, Howard Stern does the best interviews and those are so entertaining. Listen to Louis C.K. and basically anybody that he interviews. It's, they're all funny and cool and whatever. And um, and they'll remind you, you you got out of this relationship, right? It's over. Yeah. And that's fine. And who knows what's going to happen with that. You may never see him again. Maybe you'll get back together. Who knows? It doesn't matter. But here's the, the in the grand scheme of things, uh, we're all going to die, and even if you don't believe that we die and we just, you know, our souls leave our body or whatever the fuck happens when we, when we, when we leave this uh, lifetime, and we're, we're going to, this isn't going to last forever. So you have, right. a lot of shit you, you have a lot of shit you need to do. So don't forget, like, you have many more love experience. You're, you have a lot of more, you, have, you, you might start dating women. You have a lot of other cool dudes to have sex with or make out with. You're so young. You're 24 years old. I don't know what you want to do for a career, but, like, you know, focus on your career. Exercise, walk, write, email people, hustle, like, make money, buy your own apartment. Like, be self-sustaining. Like, you know, you don't you don't need anybody. And, and while you're focusing on your life uh, and being with your friends and watching Real Housewives of New York City or Sex in the City or Entourage or whatever bullshit TV shows you like to watch and whatever, some guy or your next love will show up and surprise you. So have faith in that. But in the meantime, yeah. there's so much shit to do. And, and you know what? You shouldn't even waste any of your time being mean to your ex-boyfriend or putting energy there or, or trying to call him or text him or, or searching him on whatever, like stalking him on Facebook and shit. Because just put all the energy, take control of all your energy and all of your attention because, you're in charge of where you put your attention and put it all into you and being inspired and being creative and being the best 
so you can like get to another level where you'll, you'll attract a whole other type of man, like a better type of partner. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think like being creative is such a blessing. Like it's like really, it's like a magic power. You can turn all this negative energy into something that's really positive and like not everyone has access to that. And so it's really huge to have that and know that like, this is just future material, I guess, you know? I mean, what else are you supposed to do? And just be like, you know, I have this, like, goal, and, like, I'm going to work towards it, regardless of whether or not I have your support. And, like, this is really a huge bummer because I thought that we were best friends, and it kind of turns out that actually you're really deceitful and didn't really have my best interests in mind. I love you, though. Yeah. Write write all the shit that you're telling me down. Write all that shit down in the letter to him and then burn it in a safe, in a, like, over your sink, okay? Like, you have all this shit you want to tell him, write it down, burn it, let it go as best you can, and as cheese balls it sounds, it actually works, meditate, uh, you know, exercise, and just focus all the energy back on you, and, like, and don't even, don't even stress about this guy. And the cool thing about a breakup is, because you will be stressing and you will be heartbroken. You will be, you will feel like your arm has been chopped off and you've been punched in the stomach and you're like, what the fuck happened? And you'll be mad and you'll miss them and you'll hate them and you'll love them. And you'll be heartbroken right. and whatever. You, it's kind of cool because it takes moments like this to take you to another, uh, another level in your life. And it, it takes, yeah. moments like this, it takes moments like this to shake you up and see what you're made out of. And, and, you know, it's exciting. So this is actually a really good like, transitional time to, to like, you know, to transform into something better. So take that for what it's worth. I'm hanging up on you and I'm going to take another phone call, but I love that you called me walking down the street in New York. Um, area code 626. Who's this? 626. Is this you? Uh-oh. Area code 626 hung up. Sometimes people call in because they want to listen and then they don't realize that they're in in the in the line to uh to have their phone call picked up. I don't know what 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 that's all about here on Blog Talk Radio, on Boy Crazy Radio. Something's messed up. People want to listen and then they get freaked out when I when I pick up their phone call. Um my God, Jesus, criminy Christ. All right, we got more phone calls coming in. Area code three one L. Hi. Hello. What's your name? How old are you, and where are you calling from? Hi, I'm a uh, twenty six. I'm actually calling from New York, but I have three one L area code because I'm from LA. It's fine with me. I'm lo- I love it. And <laughs> as long as you're calling, I'm happy. Now, what's your yes, name? And, and another uh, New what's going on? Um, Danny. And I'm just calling, like, it's so fun listening to all the, like, dating stuff, because I feel like that's all everybody talks about. But um, I guess everyone goes through similar things. I've just kind of been, I don't know, I was in relationships for, like, six years or, like, five years. Um, And I got out of that, like, two years ago, and I've kind of, I've just been single, and which is fine, but now I just, I feel like this emptiness like I'm really lonely and I I'm like my personality is like I always need attention and so it's, sometimes it's really hard because I feel like I invest a lot in people and then like I always go for the wrong guys 
Oh my God! Well, where are you at now? Are you dating somebody you're you're unsure about, or are you just completely single? Um, I'm like completely single, and I'm not unattractive, so ah! I don't I know. Love that. That, was so, that was so honest and great. You're like, and I just want you to know that I am not a monster. I mean, well, I know like some people here and there, but it's just nobody consistent, and I'm like. Ugh only so much I can do oh my goodness well I mean god there's no magic like cure to this I'm I'm single I'm right there with you but I, I guess I haven't gotten to the, to the lonely part yet but I can I can definitely I mean I know I can relate to that it comes in it comes and it goes and it but uh I mean I guess there's nothing you can do but I mean you, you can put yourself out there more on like social you know the thing is it's I, like I'm I'm not, I'm, like, barely ever alone. Like, I'm really not lonely in that manner, but I just feel like I have something, like, I just need to have somebody, and then I just don't have anyone I care about, and it's really weird. You mean, like, just a guy, or do you have good girlfriends? Like, a guy, and I feel like I feel fulfilled by having attention from men, and, like, if I don't have that, then I'm, like, sad. Well, listen, first off, uh, let's get you past that because you, you know, you don't, don't, you're, I want you to be like solid and grounded without a boyfriend and be like, get really happy and content being alone. Because like, you're never really alone. Like we're all constantly like surrounded by people and, and you have your friends and there are men everywhere. And like, I'm sure there's like 20 different guys who all want to have sex with you and, and so, like, you're, you know, you don't have to, just because you can't see the person desiring you doesn't mean you shouldn't feel desirable. So, like, how long have you been single? You, you told me, but I forgot. Um, probably, like, three years. You've been single for three years. Like, how really, long, like, two and, and, and a half years or something. And how long has it been since you last slept with somebody? Um, like, uh, Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Who was that guy? <laughs> or like a week and a half. So it's this guy that I've like had this long drawn out thing with who basically we just, we met in a really random circumstance, but like he lives in LA and I live in New York. So we'll see each other from time to time. Like whenever I'm in town or if he comes to town, which is awesome. And I like, I'm really attracted to him and like he's a really cool guy, but he does not, I can just tell, like, he doesn't care at all about me. Uh, and it's well, really hard, because I was, like, obsessed for a while, and I'm just, like, ugh. Like, and when it, when we see each other, like, it works out, but then I'm always, like, yeah, but you're clearly, like, obsessed with, like, your work and emotionally unavailable. And it's, like, there's only, you know, we, like, hang out for, like, 12 hours, and have a fun day, but then it's like, at the end of the day, you know, we don't even really hook up anymore, you know? Oh, man. Well, so here's the thing. So, okay, you got to be real clear on what you want for yourself, okay? First, there are a few things. This guy's emotionally unavailable, but, you know, you're getting some, you're getting a little something out of it, and it feels nice for a second, but, like, ultimately, here are the th- a few things we need to work on. You need to feel really solid and and grounded and good 
when you're even even if there's no guy on the horizon and you're just by yourself and you just need to know that like you're super cool. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm using that phrase. Okay, anyway, <laughs> you just have to like I want you, I want you to just feel like grounded and solid in your skin um, and fulfilled without a dude to text or without a dude that you know is lusting after you that you have a crush on that you're in, in you know engaged in some kind of like chase with. Okay, so that's first off. Second. You have to figure out when you what you want in in your next relationship. Okay, that way while you're alone and when you meet people and you have like these little like dalliances with, you'll know like okay, well I know that I want this and this guy is not giving me this, so mm-hmm. I got to get out Come of this. You know, because like if you told me what you wanted, like, why don't you tell me right now? Like what, 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 what are, what's really important to you in, in your next boyfriend, the next relationship you have? I need someone I can be like comfortable around and be myself and laugh. Um, and kind of somebody who has like grown up, I think in like a similar background as me. So we're just like on the same page on a lot of stuff. Well, that's good. And but uh, and let's add a few more things to that. You want him to love you, right? Yes. And you want to love him. And let's add a few more things because these are. I'll add some of the things that I want to feel in my next relationship. I want to know that he respects me. I want to respect him. I want to feel safe with him. I want to. I want us to be on the same page as far as like what what kind of relationship uh, like. I want to be in a monogamous relationship, right? If I have a boyfriend, because mm-hmm. I rarely have boyfriends, you know, but when I do, I'm really intense and I want a monogamous relationship. I don't want an open relationship. I don't want to think he's cheating and I want to be able to trust him. So we have to be on the same page with that. So you have to have, a, you know, be on the same page with whatever kind of like agreement, trust agreement, relationship situation you have with your next guy. Um, I would say you want to trust him. You want to feel safe. You want to feel like, you know, this is my guy. And I want to okay. be proud of them. Like, I want to be happy to, like, hang out with them with, around my friends. Because I feel like with my last boyfriend, it was just, like, sometimes he was really stubborn and, like, didn't want to hang out with, like, my friends. And I was always doing what he wanted. And then, like, I didn't really like his friends a lot. So I just want it to be kind of... Reciprocal. Even social. Yeah, it should just be, like, cool. Like, you could hang out and do whatever together. Yeah, you want to – yeah, I totally get that. You want to be proud to be in public with him and vice versa. Like, every the whole list that you make about your, your like, your ideal relationship, you know, that cliche, ridiculous bullshit list that, that self-help books tell every woman to make, fuck it. I'm with it. I think yeah, I agree with I'm that. Like, I'm, like, I'm not picky, honestly, like – I'm really not. No, and I've no, tried, no. I've gone out with the whole spectrum, honestly. And like, but you know, if I'm, if I'm trying to, but if I'm trying to go for like, not even the list, but if I'm trying to force myself to go out with a specific thing, specific, or like go for a specific type, um, I always end up, it's like never works out. No, but listen, and I always end up about, going for, listen, like, the listen, type of Listen, guy. listen, listen, it's <laughs> not about, like, some guy, like, being cute and, like, wearing wearing cool, like, like outfits or whatever. Like, that's all fine and good and hopefully stylish or you, whatever. Who gives a fuck? I think what matters most 
when you say you're not picky, like, yeah, get picky, but, like, be picky about the quality of relationship you want to have. Don't fuck a dude that you know doesn't love you and is, like, totally, like, lukewarm about you. So mm-hmm. I think you should you should make a list of the qual- the type of quality relationship you want to have, you know, how you feel. Like, you want to, like, I'll just tell you my stuff. Like, I want to feel safe with the guy, with my, you know, my next love. I want to... I want to be my best self around him. I want to, you know, be excited to introduce him to my friends and have my friends like him and, and vice versa. Like, it should all be reciprocal. Like, you should feel the same way. Whatever. While you're getting mm-hmm. cozy and comfortable single and not just, like, for your ego's sake, texting and interacting with lame lame guys who don't love you, will never love you, might be fucking dudes on the side, like, you know, when, when you think they're all about you. Like, whatever. Like, while you're learning to be solid just being by yourself make this fun list because it's fun to get daydreamy and be all you know girly and dreamy and whimsical and make like a really amazing adult like list of like what really matters and that way like that way you'll be more familiar with it like even it'll like it'll sink into your subconscious and, and you'll just kind of like hopefully when you meet one of these boneheads you won't even like give them your number. You'll just like you'll get a sense of them, and you'll be like, "Oh, this guy, this guy's like, this guy's not really what I want. I don't even want to waste my time. I don't want to end up fucking that dude and getting some fucking STD that was never necessary for me to get because in the long run, I know I, I, you know, he doesn't give a fuck about me. You know, like, so how's that? Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, having the list in your head, but then it's like, first you need to have the options before you get even. I don't know. You might not even what know what, like, you might not even know what would exist before, that could exist before you met them. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the quality of a relationship that I'm talking about, writing a list of of the quality of the relationship you want is different from what the guy looks like, what he does for a living, like, where he's from, like, that, those are all Yeah, like, and I feel like that's, that's the easy way to like meet people like if you're on tinder it's just like looks and that's just like never gonna go anywhere yeah well and then so listen so while you're just if, if it's possible I, it's all the same shit i just told the last girl pretty much but in a yeah, slightly I different way like, that. yeah so, so stay as busy as possible you know stay really busy keep yourself inspired be creative be focused on your career on you hanging out with your friends your family um, and then write this list of like just how you want to feel like mm-hmm. when you're it, it, with, in your next ideal situation, and then yeah, put yourself out in the world and flirt with guys, and you know go on Tinder if you want, or go on Match.com or OkCupid if you want, or go to parties and let you know give guys your numbers and go on dates and stuff. But if you're more grounded in yourself and you're more okay with being alone. And you have a really good idea of, like, the quality of relationship you want in the future, you'll be less likely. You'll, you'll, you'll weed out the loser, creepy, cold, emotionally unavailable sociopath faster, yeah. I think, I hope. I need to get over and, that stage in my life. <laughs> and, well, it's just about, like, loving yourself more and not feeling the need to, like, you know, have that little uh, hit of adrenaline and, and an ego boost when, when some loser dude texts you. 
Like, yeah. like today, here's an example about, like, having self-worth, okay, because people throw around that, that term. Mm-hmm. I'm single. I I had sex, one day I had sex last, like, probably, like, a week ago with a guy that is really sweet, and, and I've been dicking him around and kind of annoying because I'm I'm still getting over my last relationship, and I don't know what I want exactly, but, so I, so I'm, I'm, I slept with him, he, I care a lot about him, I feel very cozy with him, he's a safe, wonderful, lovely friend and man to have sex with, and it's epic sex, it's fantastic, but I am out there in the world dating, but I won't date a fucking loser, and I won't date anybody Mm. who doesn't treasure me, or or at least is excited about me and a nice, kind person. Like, I don't know how I got to this point, but I guess it's because I've grown up because I've gone through, if you read the, like, if you start at the beginning of my blog and read stories that I wrote, and if you knew every experience I've ever had in my life and you were my best girlfriend and I told you all the top secret, stupid situations <laughs> I put myself in when I was in my early 20s and teens, and, oh, God, I did some fucked up, dumb shit, and I let I let guys who don't love me have sex with me many times. You know what I mean? Like I, I put myself yeah, in a lot of dumb things. It happens, and yeah. So in, and you know, because they were cute or they were famous or whatever, and I thought, oh, I'm so lucky. They chose me. They chose me. This is so cool. Like, and then I realized, wait a minute. When I'm alone in my, when I'm in my bedroom with this guy and I'm having sex with him and I and I'm trying to look into his eyes, but his eyes are closed, and I know he doesn't love me, and I'm fucking him, or I'm letting him fuck me, or I'm making out. And he can't see me for how special I am, but I'm just as much to blame because I'm letting him, you know, have me. It's I was like, oh, but but I'm with this cool, famous, like, hip person, mm-hmm. so that's cool, right? And then I realized I'm I think that's not going to be fulfilling. No, it's it's not only is it not fulfilling, but it's like. Who am I trying to prove this to? We're not even out in the world. It's just me and him in a room. It's not even like we're at a party. Not that that's better, but I'm just saying, it's not, it's not like, like I think I'm making this big statement because I'm with some guy that, that I don't really love who doesn't love me, but then I realize, like, the joke's on you, Alexi. Nobody's here to witness. It's just you, and you're not even happy. So what are you trying to prove to who? And And so now I'm at this point where even yesterday, there's a guy visiting Los Angeles and we've been having like a text exchange and he seems really lovely. And, and I'm, I've never met him, but we have mutual friends and we're having this like fun, flirty, cool text exchange. And now he's in Los Angeles. He's visiting LA. And he texted me, he goes, are you around this week while I'm here? And I went, yeah, call me later. Call me later today and we'll make a plan. And he goes, perfect. And he never called me yesterday, and he didn't call what? me today. And, but here's the thing. It's, it's, it's okay, because I was mm-hmm. like, God, should I text him and say, oh, hey, uh, blah, blah, and, like, start the conversation going? And I thought, no, because I said, I communicated, call me later today, and let's make a plan. And I put that out there, and if he can't even do that, then and it's like, there's no point. Then it's like you don't need to chase people who can't. You know what I mean? It's like things will make themselves known to you. Like if you just like have patience and you take yourself seriously and you have self worth and you like yourself and you expect a certain thing. Not not everything from everyone, but if you expect a certain kind of 
way of being treated from someone, if they can't even deliver that, then don't go chasing somebody, you know, like then yeah. I then feel you like learn. I really too often had to try had to make the first move because like I'm not I'm not I'm more of an outgoing type of person so I don't really care about doing that but in the end like if I have to be the one to make the first move then they're probably not even worth it. And you know and yeah I agree with that and I know that sounds a little bit fucked up because it's really confusing nowadays because it's like, oh, it's 2015 and there are no rules. And, Alexi, enough with these gender stereotypes. What do you mean men are supposed to make the first move and blah, blah, blah. It's okay if a woman texts a guy or if she, you know, if, if a woman makes the first move and blah, blah, blah. And, yes, uh, overall, all that shit is okay. Yes, there are no rules. But here are my rules. My rules are it does make a fucking difference. It de- like I notice that if the busier I am in my life, and the more I forget to return texts, or or like, or I'm not as available to men, and I'm not even doing it on purpose. It's because I'm so involved in my own life, and I'm stressed out about like career and making money and working and writing and just just doing all the shit I want to do because I'm so like I'm I'm not trying to chase people. I mm-hmm. notice that that the men who want to be with me uh, are either intrigued by that or they, they, they keep coming after me. Like, so I don't have, and it's interesting because these men, it's like, you know, I don't chase them. And then the ones who really want to be with me, like they find me and they, they come after me and, and like, it's lovely. And I think it's actually doing a, doing a service to men because it is so topsy turvy now with like, gender roles and I know that it's like weird for heterosexual women because listen we all we're hustlers we want careers we can do everything we can have babies we can look beautiful we can wear red lipstick and heels and men can too but I'm talking about heterosexual girls (laughs) we 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 have this like we can do it all like and so the last bit of like old-timey like romance is like, can't we just have it? It's like, I know women still want it. Like, I know that I want it. As much as I work and as hard as I work, I still want a man to, like, pick me up and take me out to dinner and pay for dinner, at least, you know, when he's courting me. I like a little bit of old-fashioned stuff, and, and it's, like, a nice balance to have, like, modern times. But let a man be... I know that sounds really fucked up. I feel like I'm going to get, like, shit for this. But men actually like you know, doing these the old-timey masculine things. And, and yeah, it kind of like... It's romantic. It is romantic, and it gives them a, it makes them feel needed and wanted, and it makes, you know, the woman is more feminine, and, like, cause, oh, my God, I'm so loud and obnoxious, and, and like, I do you so know. much stuff, and I, I feel I work like so the hard. standards have just changed now, and, like, guys just... You know, they're so, like, they're so used to girls just throwing themselves at them that they don't even try at all. Like, they don't have to. Yeah, and that's why you have to figure out, like, what you want for yourself and what kind of relationship you want and what kind of man you want and and how you want that to kind of unfold. Because for me, and I'm not saying you want what I want, but as bold and as brazen and as strong as I am in my work life and, you know, making money and just kind of, like, navigating all that shit, I still want to be, like, I still want to be really feminine and 
a bit more passive in a relationship with me and whoever I'm dating. Like, I want, that's sexier to me. Like, I want the guy to kind of take charge and pick me up and, and woo me and bring me flowers and throw me down onto the bed and, and you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I mm-hmm. that's sexy. And so that type of thing usually happens when, like, the guy pursues the girl. It's like, it all comes back to, like, chasing like like you know like back in the day like old and old and old and old days where it's like you know men hunt and I don't know what we do but like you know what I mean so like it's actually kind of like a favorite we do for a man because men I swear to god I know this sounds so old-timey and weird but and rigid and not forward-thinking but it's like yeah men like to chase things if, if you don't come so easy it's it's exciting for the dude mm-hmm. and that's why and that's why you calling the guy first and you making the first move, it's like, if you want what I want, and I feel like you do, am I wrong? No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you want you want to feel wanted. You want to feel desired. You want to feel sexy. So even though it might mean that you're having to be a little more patient more often than not, because you're, because you're going to have to just wait for some dude to be pursuing you, and that, that, that's, that takes patience. That doesn't happen all the time because we're so used to, like, quick fixes of, oh, I'm going to like it. I mean, you can like a guy's Instagram photo. That's fine. But, like, it's so easy to be like, I'm going to find an excuse to direct message him on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. Or I'm going to text him and, and uh, when I'm out at night and I'm drunk at a bar and, you know, oh, whoops. Like, but you don't do that. And you kind of just let the dude lead. And you only respond when he finds you. I mean, that's you're more likely to get the kind of relationship you want because you'll be dealing with a guy that's coming for you instead of you chasing mm-hmm. a dude who's like, oh, she she's so easy. Oh, she's gonna come for me. Anyway, I don't have to do anything. Like that sucks. Yeah. I don't want that. So true. Yeah, that's actually it's good. It's a good experiment for me. <laughs> yeah. So you have your homework, right? Your list of your ideal relationship that you want. Like the, the, the quality of it, not what his hair color is or what kind of car he drives or what is whatever. How you feel when you're around him, you're going to the second homework a bit of advice. Just get more comfortable just being by yourself and knowing know how sexy and cool and desirable you are, even if you don't have some loser dude, you know, texting you or, or trying to fuck you. You don't need that to feel like awesome. You should just know that and like just own that in your pocket with you wherever you go. And then um and then third, it's just like yeah, go out with your girlfriends and flirt and be on your be you know, be on Tinder if you want. Like doesn't mean you can't be like meeting new people. Just don't fuck like loser dudes who don't love you. Okay? Like like try to try to hold out for more quality guys who are pursuing you like we just talked about, okay? Okay. I'll do that. Um I'm excited for you. Oh man, I just I just talked to like an eon. I just went off I actually felt like I was on the phone with one of my best girlfriends. So I was like telling my girlfriends what to do. Uh, Eric with 626. Hi, Lexi. This is Chrissy. Well, is Chrissy? Is Hi, can you hear name? me? Yes. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, your name is Chrissy? Yeah, hi. Hi, how old are you? Where are you calling from? I'm in Los Angeles. Um, I was just calling. I've never listened to your show before, but I do follow your blog. Um, I just want to commend you on your mantra for self-love. Like, I've only listened to the last two callers, and 
I just want to say thank you because a lot of young girls really need that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of have a little question I want to get your opinion about. Um, I'm in my 30s, and I feel like now I am really trying to, like, you know, in this relationship that I'm in, I want it to be healthy. I want it to be good. I want it to be fulfilling. But I feel like there's a, you know, there's an issue these days with modern men and their relationship to their computers. And I kind of wanted to talk that out with somebody. I don't know if you'd be interested in that. Oh, God, yes, please. So, like, one of my issues is that I don't want my boyfriend watching porn, but I can't really control that. Like, he does it on the down low when he's on his own, and I know this because I'm a total spy. Um, (laughs) But I don't know, like, what stance to take with it because I like to think of myself as a pretty liberal person. You know, I've experimented many like a lot in my early 30s and I mean I'm only 34 now so but like in my late 20s early 30s I was newly single so I experimented a lot but now like what does that mean oh I mean like I dated around I had one night stands I watched my own fair share of porn with porn with men you know so I, I wouldn't say I'm a complete prude but I don't want my boyfriend watching it and I don't know if that's like irrational or what like I get offended like oh you want her <laughs> like you can get off to her <laughs> I'm a little uh, jealous I guess no I'm so <laughs> with you you know what's funny I think I'm in complete denial and guys please tell me if I'm insane but like mm-hmm. I I'm tell- guys please if you're listening call in six four six three seven eight zero six four nine. Do all guys watch porn? Because I feel like, I guess maybe all my boyfriends or ex-boyfriends or whatever are lying to me, but I date very, like, effeminate, um, emo, uh, very, very secure in their feminine side kind of guys yeah. who, are also, who are also, like, super sexual and, like, the best lovers, if, if I'm going to say that word out loud, uh, in the world. Like, I, I've had some amazing, like, the most amazing sex. I mean, I don't have crazy, kooky, like, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey sex. Like, I'm not into weird, like, toys. But I have, like, and I'm not into yeah. vibrators. And I don't want to have anal sex. But I don't like porn myself. And I don't uh-huh. watch it because I don't watch it because I, I like to use my imagination. And, like, it has to be, like, a very real kind of vivid fantasy that I create myself. I don't know if that's because I'm a writer. Yeah. But that's how, that's how I, I make myself come. And I do it with my normal hands. But it was just my hands, not a vibrator. This is when I masturbate, yeah. but whatever. Um, and then the guys I, I've dated, it's not like I've never seen porn, and it's not like they've never seen porn, but my ex-boyfriend and lots of guys I've dated have said, like, I don't know. They've said that they're, that they're not that into it or, or, like, they don't really want I don't know. Maybe they're totally lying, and I'm just, like, completely delusional. But I'm with you. I I don't – I think it's – I've had sex with guys who are into porn, like just like weird like flings and stuff or like a one-night thing with a guy. And I told my girlfriends about things that he said while we were having sex. I was like, oh, he must be really into porn because it's a whole other type of thing where it's like, oh, you like that? It's like all of a sudden like, what? Like what are you, what are you talking about? Where like the guys, the way they speak and 
it's like they learn things in porn. I think it's like kind of corny and embarrassing. And yeah. it also, and I also feel like it desensitizes them and it makes them think of women in a certain way. And it just like, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it makes it makes sex not as special and like I don't know, even like normal, just two bodies without like toys and anal sex and lube and whatever. Two bodies just fucking and pulling each other's hair and wrestling and like being passionate and like being loving and making eye contact and being like and even bite like whatever like in, intense love making and, and fucking is so. I don't know. Is it like good enough for me? And, and I don't. I don't. I would be jealous of like a guy who was like super into porn or wanted to watch porn with me. Like I, I get it. I get, get how you're feeling. So, how long have you been yeah, porn? Uh, we've been together for about two and a half years now, and I, um, he's totally effeminate. You know, uh, he embraces that, and I love that about him. He doesn't bring you know the nastiness of porn into the bedroom, which. <laughs> Like, I kind of would like him to. Like, if you're going to watch that, why don't you bring him to the bed? But, like, I, in my 30s now, I've I've come to a realization that, like, porn is not something that, I mean, it, it was created, basically. You know, we don't need it. And I feel like it just totally makes men think of women in different ways, even if they don't see that right away, and I'm just totally on the fence about it, like, whether I should, like, ask him to stop, but I don't think I can, you know, I don't know if that's my place to say, I don't want you to do that, because, you know, it's uh, it's his choice, like, but also, I feel like he needs to respect me also. Yeah, but um, I think you, can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't tell, you can't tell from what you do, which is, like, the bummer, and I mean, it's not a bummer. It's great. You shouldn't tell people. <laughs> you shouldn't tell people what to do. But I mean, how is this? Aside from your your ego being bruised and you being jealous, which is your ego, uh, how does it affect the quality of your relationship and how he treats you and what you notice? Um, I'm not quite sure because I feel like in the be well, okay, maybe I do know. Um, in the beginning when we first got together, which is pretty typical, you're pretty much having sex all the time. But as your relationship progresses, maybe it goes down to like twice or once a week. And I feel like maybe it's because of porn. Like maybe he's getting off and then not saving me any for later. You know, <laughs> like that's where I oh. make it anyway. And I feel uh. like. Oh that's not cool at all. Like, I don't want, I don't want to be replaced by someone online, you know? Oh, my God. You know, it's scary scary in general, too, because now we have, like, I mean, God, Instagram direct messaging. I mean, I heard, uh, God, there's so many dumb things. It's like, everybody's accessible, accessible now. Like, people are flirting. You never know if your boyfriend's flirting with another girl on direct message on Insta or Facebook or Twitter or, Whatever, yeah. like, ow! Oh my God, there's a cat. There's a cat where I'm where I'm doing the show tonight, <laughs> and uh, and the cat just attacked me. Oh my God, this cat is a monster. <laughs> I am, yeah, I'm. I had no internet from where I usually do Boy Crazy Radio, so I had to like scramble to figure out where I was going to broadcast from, and then I I'm doing it in this beautiful, beautiful house in Los Feliz, 
with this cat. <laughs> this cat, like, fully, like, I'm bleeding. This is crazy, but it's all worth it, so whatever. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It's like, I guess you just have to, you have to figure out what, what works for you, what you can yeah, handle. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I need to figure out my boundaries, but I've never really discussed it with any other girl or guy, for that matter, because uh, I don't really talk about it. You know, I feel oh. like in the past couple months that, like, I've really had strong convictions about it because I, re- I, feel, I feel like porn is kind of a gateway for guys to fuck around wherever. You know, it's such an easy outlet, and it kind of blurs lines with social media and their relationship with their computer. Like I said, I just feel like it's so like the lines are so blurred now and I don't know where I stand with it. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, God, I am, I might have a podcast and a, and a, and a blog and a whatever it was called. I'm boy crazy, but God, I'm probably the most boring, normal person when it comes to all this sexual stuff. Cause I am, I'm not into, I'm not into porn. So when I meet a guy, like a porn guy, I mean, who knows anymore who, who is, I'm like making, but I, I like to ask a lot of questions and I'll go on dates and I'll ask, you know, um, if guys are into porn or if they've been to prostitutes and mainly the prostitute question. I'll, I'll ask a guy. I've been afraid to ask that. Oh yeah. You ask whatever you want to ask. Here's what I do on a first date with a guy. I will say, um, oh, like in a very casual way. And men, men feel like I'm pretty open because of, you know, because I write about sex and love and dating and feelings and emotions and blah, blah, blah. But, so I will ask in a very like, oh, so um, have, have you ever been to a prostitute? And it's amazing how many guys I've gone on dates with who have said, oh, well, since you're asking, Yes, I have. I went to a prostitute, blah, 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 and they'll tell me they're prostitutes. Oh, and, like, and, I've, and I've actually considered, I've been like, you know, okay, if I were a guy, would I want to go to a prostitute? Would I ever want that experience? Would I be the type of guy who says, well, I don't have to pay for sex? Would I be the type of guy who would want to pay for a woman to leave, you know, for that, that option? Yeah. Would I want that? And then, I, and then I also thought, if I... Would I could I ever be the, a woman who sells her body for money, like you know, as a prostitute? You know, I'm not even talking about stripping, but and I thought, would I do that? And I and I, I was just trying to be really open minded to the whole, like, you know, both sides of the story, and and uh, and I realized that because I was in a situation where a guy offered me money, like an ex boyfriend who was married offered me money to have sex with him uh, towards the end of his relationship because he wasn't having sex anymore, and and I thought, God. Can I do this? Like he's offering me a lot of money, and then he started like lowballing me. And then he started like he was like, "I'll give you five and He's like, "I'll give you like a thousand dollars a pop," and I was like, "Oh, that's that's very flattering, thank you." And then he goes, "Okay, let's make it two hundred and fifty dollars a pop," and I was like, "What? Oh, How did he talk? I was I was like, "I'm not even, I don't even want to do this," but now you're lowballing me. I can't believe it. Anyway, but I thought about in general what it means to be, what it would be like to be a woman earning money uh, by having sex with someone. And I realized I would rather be an Uber driver, work at Starbucks, um, be a receptionist, anything. Like anything. In the end, it's the meaning. It's not, and also like there's, even if, 
it's like, oh, it's my body and it's my, on my terms and blah, blah. There's something terrifying to me. The idea that that moment when the, you, you, you make the exchange, the financial exchange, and then all of a sudden it's like a guy who's about to stick his dick in me owns me in that moment. And it scares yeah. me. Like the power shift. Yeah. Like if oh, I had totally. a daughter, yeah, that's terrifying. Like if I had a daughter and she went, mommy, mommy, I need money. I'm thinking about like, you know, selling myself and being a, being a hooker or being a prostitute. What do you think? I would fucking freak the fuck out because I'm yeah. terrified. Who knows what these creepy guys and their power trip and their, that they think they own, yeah. this, you know, it's, it's all too scary. And so all and what would be your is, response to like, what would be your response if your child said, uh, well, it's in my power now. You know what I mean? Like what, I'm controlling it. Like she's using what, her sexuality. With 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 what? Or, with stripping with prostitution or with uh, yeah? Or with well, like for prostitution. Either I guess. I would I would be bummed. I wouldn't want her to do it. I'd be like, listen, people are scary. I'm not saying that you don't love sex. I'm not saying that you don't you don't think you're powerful. I'm saying I don't trust the other people, and I would I. Uh, I don't know where this is coming from because your dad and I raised you a certain way, and I feel like, what do you listen? I don't know. I'd be freaked out. I'd be like, that's crazy. You feel that's very crazy. You feel so powerful and in control and using your sexuality, but how about you use something other than your sexuality, like your your brain? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just that's, yeah. That's like the lowest. That's such an easy. Just oh, here's my body. Like even stripping, at least it's like performance, and and you know you're cheating someone. You, you don't actually have to let somebody you know, dick inside you or stick something in your fucking orifice. I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want that to happen with my baby. <laughs> I don't even have a baby, but, but here's the thing, here's what I think. Um, oh yeah. So if it were me going on a date with a guy and I, and I right off the bat, I kind of get a sense. Cause I'm sure like the first three weeks you, you can find out if the dude you're dating, uh, if he's into weird shit or if he's into just porn, which, you know, yeah, it's, I really do think porn is scary. It's a slippery slope. It desensitizes, like, you know, people. For, you know, I don't know. I You're so you're so in, like, you're kind of into your relationship with this guy. So it's, it's a weird one. It's like, what, what would you do if you decide you can't stand the porn thing? Would you break up with him? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm in the middle of right now. And, like I don't, I don't want to. Like he maybe does it like maybe once every two weeks that I know of that I can check on. <laughs> but like, I also know he ha- he grapples with the guilt of it because we've had extensive conversations about it. It's not something I like take lightly. You know, I'm telling him like, look, I've tried to come at it come at it as logically as possible. Like the first thing was like. I we're trying to have a baby. And so I'm saying like how am I going to have a baby if you're depleting yourself every day, you know? Like oh, you're going to have to like curb that a little bit. And he, you know, he to, you know, his, you know, own right or whatever. He's just like, "I, you know, I don't do it every day. This and this." And like I want to respect that. But like I said, like that's one aspect of it. The other aspects are like I feel like it's a gateway to other things that, you know, where the lines get blurred. That's mostly what I have issues well, here, with. Here's, is that. here's what I think. Here's what I think. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is 
you're living your life and this is what you're dealing with and you have a problem, you're uncomfortable and, and this is how you're feeling about the situation you're in. So I think you need to, only you can decide what works for you, what you're okay with. And I would say get into therapy. I don't know if you see a therapist, but I, I, I think you should see a therapist. And then, and figure out, like, because a lot of this is, like, you're trying to control another person, and, and people don't change. Like, if this is what your your boyfriend is into or whatever, this is what he's into. And, and you can't, you know, he, and then you're calling him out, and you don't like something he's doing, but it's, like, the only thing that, that, that you can change is, like, how you feel about it or what you decide to do with this information. And if you intuitively feel like this is, like, a gateway to something darker, deeper, weirder, or something that just doesn't gel with the way, the kind of life you want for yourself, then, man, don't have a baby with this person. Don't get yourself in deeper with this guy. Don't get married to this person. Like, I would say start seeing a therapist for yourself. You can see a therapist with your boyfriend, too, if you want. And then trust your instincts before you, you let your whole life kind of slip away into a into an area where you're like, oh, man, maybe this guy that I thought I loved, maybe I, I'm... I really am bothered by by his lifestyle choices. Because the thing is, like, again, that's like being on, you have to be on the same page. Like, and you're never going to know somebody a thousand percent. You know, we have our, yeah. we, 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 we have our own personal thoughts and our opinions. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's so scary that you can be surprised by somebody you think you're so close with. Because you can't get in their head with them. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they're... You don't know what they're shameful of or what everything they've experienced mm-hmm. or every thought they have. You can't control it. You can do the best you can. Mm-hmm. And and ultimately, ideally, if we push ego aside, the goal is to, like, coexist with another person just tr- and try to accept people as they are and, 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 and you know, try to be our ourselves with another person and, and let somebody see, you know, you want to be seen by your person and, and they want to see you. I don't know. But you can't control another person. And if you already have enough information that you're aware of that you don't like, well, you're bothered by it. You know, that's what you're calling into me. You're talking about it. You're you're thinking about it. Like, hold off on the baby and and, and find a therapist and talk to a therapist. And, and, uh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, totally. That totally makes sense. Because I would fucking (sighs) bail. I would not be into it if I if I I wouldn't even like be with the dude for a month probably. But that's just me. I'm so judgmental and protective of myself. I would just be like, "What? You do what now? Oh, yeah, yeah no, that doesn't. No, no, no. Uh, that's not for me. That's not my thing. But like, that's cool. Like, if a guy wanted to watch porn with me, uh, I would not. I'd just be like, "What? What? I'm not enough. I don't. And that's that's my problem." He can do whatever he wants to do, but I can do whatever I want to do. And what I want to do in a situation like that is get the fuck out of there because it's not for me. It's not my taste. It's not my. It's not the lifestyle I envision for myself. It's not the friend, best friend, partner, like you know, boyfriend, romantic scenario I want for myself. You know, I want some. Yeah. I want something else. So you have to know what matters to you, what you can put up with, what you can accept, and then you have to be brave enough to say to yourself, "Oh shit." I don't like this about him and I do want to leave and now I have to fucking leave because that sucks to have to extricate yourself from a situation that you're comfortable in, that you're immersed in. That's hard. So sometimes people, sometimes, sometimes people like put up with shit 
that they don't want to deal with and they and they accept things that they don't like because it's it's easier to do that than run. But it's so yeah, much cooler yeah. to like it's just like you're saying with the other, like me telling the other girls that it's okay to be alone and to like self love, blah blah blah, whatever. It's like if something doesn't work for you, you're still so young. Like just yeah. get you know, get out. But if you feel like you can accept him for it and you guys are best friends and you can have a dialogue about it and you can just go, All right, I can't change him but I'm gonna accept it and I'm just gonna like look the other way and tell him what my boundaries are, like I don't want I don't want you to turn porn on when, when we're having sex, like do that on your own time, you know, like you guys have to figure it out between each other within the confines of your relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Well, God, God. taking time to talk You're about welcome. It. I know it was, a, it was a long ranty answer, but I feel like we went, we went no, a lot no. of places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. You too. Thanks for calling. Oh my God. What a day, guys. I don't know if you can tell, but my voice is raspy. I'm just trying to be sexy for you guys. Trying to be really sexy. Um, I think I'm losing my voice is what I'm trying to say. But listen, enough of me and my bullshit talking about me losing my voice. Uh, The phone lines are open. I would like maybe a call or two before I wrap up the show. How did an hour and 21 minutes go by in a flash? How did this happen, Boy Crazy Radio listeners? I don't know. This is insane. Let's talk about it. Area code 646-378-0649. You can also tweet me your question, your concern, your comment. Tweet those to at Alexi Wasser, A-L-E-X-I-W-A-S-S-E-R. By the way, I think we should be Instagram friends. If we're not already friends on Instagram, then I'd like to uh, invite you to be my friend on Instagram. Oh, man, can you tell I'm exhausted? I've woken up at like 6 in the morning for the past week, which is something I never do because I'm a night person. But I've been doing this job, and I and it's lovely, and it's really fun, and whatever. I'm not even going to get into the details of it. But, uh, yeah, I, I I've been waking up very early. And it's uh, it's different, but it's exciting. I I love to stay up to like six o'clock in the morning and write, because I like writing when like the whole world is asleep and like it's you know I, I've always been a night person even even when I was like a really really little. But then I've always had this like, I've always been like at odds with myself because, you know I I I think oh I'm supposed to wake up early I'm I'm, I'm staying up late at night I I should get up earlier. And I, 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 and I kind of beat myself up, you know, because I wasn't doing what I thought was the right thing to do, which is being, get up earlier and be a morning person. And then I just fucking, one day I, I was like, you know what? How about I stop being at odds with myself? I accept myself for who I am and the way I, I'm comfortable living my life. This is how I was formed. I'm a night person. And then, uh, and then I was, you know, there's a lot more, that was, that was a lot better for me. But now, when I do get up early in the morning, I still am excited because it's such a rarity for me that I treasure waking up super early. But it makes for me having a raspy voice during Boy Crazy Radio. Anyway, here's the deal. I'm going to wrap up the show. I think we've said everything we, we needed to say. Don't you? 
Um, apparently, taking the temperature of pop culture right now, or at least those who called into Voice Crazy Radio, uh, a lot of people are single and lonely and have egos that want to be uh, coddled. People are having trouble being alone. People want to feel loved. Uh, people are being ignored by their boyfriends who are watching porn or checking Instagram or on their phones and texting and blah, blah, blah. Listen, you're not alone. I experience all the same things for the most part. I actually, when I went on a date with this guy the other night, uh, I had already told him a few times, like, how, how I, I couldn't say he'd always, his face was always on his phone. Like, it's just like, it's, just, it's so addictive, you know? Checking your Instagram and refreshing and seeing who liked your photos and blah, blah, blah. And then we went on a date last week, and he was never on his phone. And it, and then uh, and then I checked my phone like an asshole. And he went, hey, get off your phone. Haven't you noticed? I've not been on my phone tonight. And you know what? I did. And I was happy to have been the asshole uh, on my phone because that's not usually me. And I will tell you that him not being on his phone was a really lovely thing. It made for a completely different experience. It made me feel like we were both way more present. Because we were, we were all about each other. Our human interaction was on a pedestal and magical, and uh, and you know we we're in like in a, in a bubble, a bubble of two. Um, listen, I don't know what I'm saying. I gotta get out of here. I, I clearly need to sleep. Um, thank you for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday and every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, for the live show, you can listen and call in by going to boycrazyradio.com. Uh, save the number in your phone so you can call me without even having to log on. And that number is 646-378-0649. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else on the interweb at Alexi Wasser. And you know what? Boy Crazy Radio is a listener-supported podcast. If you like what I do here and you like the fact that I make sure to uh, be available every single Wednesday just to be here in case you need me, uh, feel free to make a donation because I do this for free. I've been doing it for five years. I love it. Um, but donations totally help my life and, uh, and make me know that you actually care and it's something you want to support. So you can do that by going to uh, imboycrazy.com, click on the Donate button on the right-hand side. imboycrazy.com, click on the Donate button on the right-hand side, and you can PayPal me. And it's, it's a, You have no idea. During the week, if I get donations, when I do, I burst into tears. I'm like, I can't believe it. It's amazing. I asked. I asked for a donation, and people were listening. And I'm so shocked and honored that they were even listening. And then they made a donation. This is incredible. Um, so, yeah, it actually has a profound effect on uh, my psyche. I just know that. And, I, and I, I was just thinking, it's just, I'm an only child. I grew up in a very chaotic household. And I noticed that as I've grown up, some of my behavior has been to find routine for myself. I would I would uh work in routine for my life. And and by routine I mean like I would go to the I would go to Whole Foods like every day or I would you know I I go to the same supermarket for years and years and years and I know all the people who work there and I have you know 
and it's my supermarket. I would go to the same clothing stores and vintage stores and be friends with all the all the people who work there. And I kind of had and the same coffee shop, and I would kind of build in community and and uh, and you know places I would go, um, you know during you know in, in the routine of my life, and it made me feel grounded and like. I was kind of rooted in something because my upbringing was so insane. Nothing. There was no routine. There was nothing consistent. So for me, doing Boy Crazy Radio, one of the reasons I feel like it's important and one of the reasons I I make sure to do it every week, even if I'm exhausted, even if I don't want to and I'm not in the mood, even if there's a cool party to go to or some kind of fucking cool bullshit to attend, I don't do that because I want to be available so if any of you guys out there need me or or want to feel less alone or have nobody to talk to you know not to fucking suck my own dick or whatever sorry <laughs> I'm not trying to do that but that was very crass I would never have said that if I had gotten like six hours of sleep last night yeah I probably would whatever anyway I'm trying to toot my own horn but I'm just saying that I really you know made that realization earlier today before doing tonight's show, I just feel like it's important that, you know, even if no one calls, it's important to be consistent. And I want whoever out there is listening, if you're even out there, if you're listening to a rebroadcast, if you're listening to to this show like weeks later on, you know, because you're subscribing on iTunes, because by the way, a Boy Crazy Radio is totally available on iTunes. Um, so you should totally subscribe. That'd be cool too. Um, that's as cool as a donation. A donation and subscriptions excite me. Um, but whatever, wherever you are, however you're listening, just I think it's important to know that if you feel sad, lonely, misunderstood, if you're down on yourself, if you feel fat, if you feel ugly, if you feel like nobody's ever going to love you, if you feel like you can't believe the girl or guy uh, you have a crush on or and are obsessed with, if you can't believe that they're not texting you back and they're leaving you hanging or your friends are talking shit behind your back or, you know, your life's not going the way you want it to and your finances are stressed and you're broke and you're confused and you, whatever, and your dreams aren't coming true or you have dreams and you don't know how to have them realized, like, know for sure you have a little safe haven to duck into and get a big sisterly pep talk every single week. That's what Boy Crazy Radio is, all right? Anyway, with that, I'm going to sign off. I'll see you next Wednesday. And you know what? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Oh, I love the ugly boy. The rough and tough don't care about anything but me. Yes, I just love him because he's so crazy. Just crazy about me. Yeah.
fuck with a ball. Respect me, my protection. I'm always right by your side like a weapon. Love me, all around you there will be love. Fuck with my God, there will be blood. My bitches love me, oh man, it's tough. But one crazy girl's more than enough. This ain't no ordinary love. This thing you me, go girl. Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer around 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.